Fake it. Don't ever let them get inside your head. They'll tell you what to do in life instead. Of everything you know that you could get. Don't let them guide your life towards regret. I'll fight for what I love with every breath. My past is filled with things I won't forget. I use them all to push me to my best. So treat the worst of times just like a test. If only I could go back in time I tell myself that everything will end up alright Just push yourself, test yourself, figure out what you like And find your limits, don't be rigid, always work towards a prime Surround yourself with open minds, people can change your life A few friends with intent can help you feel alive Find a passion, take some action, and with a little time Just be patient, make a statement, try to enjoy your life They'll try to kick you while you're down they wanna rise up while you drown They wanna fill your head with doubt They're silently scared that you'll figure it out I'll make it look like I'm losing Won't bother hiding my bruises And when they finally think you're wounded Then it's your chance to be ruthless I can see that they compare I think everyone's against me Maybe something in the air Am I paranoid? I swear a void is forming And they're scared I walk a straight path Not many can say that I'd like to play fast Cross me and there's payback You better pray that I don't see your face at Any place that I go I know you hate that I've been doing fine I'm not wasting any more time I live for the fight and the climb I think that the pain that's deep inside is what defines So I won't give up, I'm gonna make it to the top I don't care what's in my way, I swear I'm never gonna stop I could fall flat on my face and I swear I won't get back up Cause I don't deserve a thing and the road ahead is tough They'll try to kick you while you're down They wanna rise up while you drown they wanna fill your head with doubt They're silently scared that you'll figure it out I'll make it look like I'm losing Won't bother hiding my bruises And when they finally think you're wounded Then it's your chance to be ruthless Wednesday, everyone. Thank How you. are you? I'm doing very well. How about you? I'm good. Hey, Weezy. Hi, Stevie. How you doing? How, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are dorks. 
right. <laughs> we got a little snow here today. It's about 20 degrees lately around here. Uh, our lake is frozen over. And one of the neighbor boys told me the other day we got about six to seven inches of ice all the way around. So we might be flying our little paramotors from the airport back to the house for the winter. Oh, so we got a nice little runway in our backyard again. That sounds so, neat. Yeah, now we just got to wait for some nice laminar beach winds for us, like we were talking about. So everybody's good? Doing very well. Steve, you're doing good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Vacation? Yeah. Looks pretty awesome. It does. Quickly want to say thank you for everyone joining. Um, <laughs> Scott Starbeck, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm trying something new. I got this idea from Scuba, Steve, and I tried doing Nightbot, and apparently Nightbot doesn't like... <laughs> Scott. <laughs> but anyway, welcome, Scott. Just ignore my night bot. Um, Linda, Angela, and Justin. And let's see. Wendy the Explorer is in here. Bill H. Linda, Travis DuPont. Ter Ter Tori Pope is in here. Welcome. And he's going to be a guest someday. Um, Angela. Someday. We got him scheduled. I'm excited to see that beard. Yeah. <laughs> Ben Paramotor NC, welcome, sir. Nice to see you in here. And my night bot. And let's see. It's <laughs> pretty funny picking on MJH PPG. And let's see, anybody else that I missed? I'm sorry if I did miss you, but welcome and thank you for joining. Please hit the thumbs up and help us out. Um, that's awesome. All right. So I did a little arm twisting. He did a little arm twisting, and we got my husband, Eric, back to come on the show. He's ready to hang out with us, so let's introduce Eric. Well, hello there, husband. Well, hello. Greetings from Wisconsin. <laughs> all right, Eric. Tell your wife all about you. Yeah. Let's well, ask questions that she doesn't know. Right? Wait, <laughs> let's, first, let's first talk about our matching shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. Those Check are pretty cool. This out. This is our new logo. I designed it with the help of just the logo portion, but I did the other stuff. And um, if you go to tomahawktees.com, we just got these in the mail today. Um, I figured I'm designing them. I got a company that's doing the what did you call it, Eric? The digital. It's a uh, direct to garment print. Direct to garment print. Um, it's pretty nice. So um, I got another shirt the other day. Um, so check out Tomahawk Tees. It's legit. I, I think I've got it down now. I'm adjusting some things as I can, and I'm adding more um, garments. Um, there's even Christmas presents in there. Um, there's undies in there for guys, undies in there for girls, the little pair mortar guys. So, all right. So TomahawkTees.com. Check it out. And so. if you're not into that, Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> Even got a, in case I want to grope myself, just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
who wants to go first? And if you get questions, put a cue next to your your question. Um, I have I a want question. to go first. Uh, Wendy Weaver got a five minute timeout from Nonbot. Oh. <laughs> no, we're gonna have to get rid of that thing for a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Scuba, I need help. <laughs> Lord, did she really? My right. robot's like pissing everybody off. Oh. My question for Eric is, <laughs> after doing paramotoring, what the heck got you into general aviation? Because there's so many of us that lose interest in that after doing PPG. There is. And um, I've seen kind of both sides of it. Um, well, about after the fly-in, I had a family uh, come up to me and wanted to do training. Well, he happened to be a general aviation pilot, and that's his career. And so um, we started training, started training the whole family. And um, they were going to uh, EAA Oshkosh, AirVenture. So uh, we were also set up to go to AirVenture. And um, we ended up hanging out with them a little bit. I've lived in Wisconsin since 98 and I've, I mean, I've always been into aviation in one way or the other, either remote control airplanes or, you know, paramount, whatever. So when we were at Oshkosh, that place is just totally amazing. And um, I started looking at planes. I've always wanted to be a pilot but I could never really find the finances to do it. Um, but talking with uh, Sean, um, I found out that he was a flight instructor also. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm teaching you to fly paramotor. Would you be interested in teaching me how to fly general aviation? And of course he said, yes, absolutely. So at that point, I'm thinking, okay, well, I started doing the numbers and um, figuring out how much it would cost to rent a plane and where we'd have to go to rent a plane. Uh, even though he has a few planes, it would be nothing that I could train on. So I went and those numbers still were just outrageous. So what's the next best thing? You, you buy a plane. So we, he took me around Oshkosh and we looked at a few things. Um, and of course I fell in love with everything that I saw, but you have to kind of pick and choose. And um, I kind of narrowed it down to a few planes. Well, you know, a month goes by two months and I went and um we know one of the guys that are in our airport group here in town and he's a little older and I went up to him and I said, uh, and he has a Cherokee. I, I went up to him and said, Hey, you know, I'm kind of, you know, looking for a plane and also a hanger, a hanger for the paramotor gear and an airplane. And he happened to say, well, you know what? I'm getting older. I can't fly. Uh, my son flies the plane, but I really can't fly, but my son doesn't fly it enough. Well, needless to say, he came out with a absolutely 
phenomenal price for purchasing the hangar at our uh, airport and purchasing the plane at the same time. So um, I really couldn't go wrong. And if anybody has been looking at airplanes, they know that the airplanes right now, the market is just so inflated. So this was something that I couldn't pass up. Plus, um, if down the road, if I ever decide to sell, I'm not going to lose money on it. So that's where that stands. That's kind of how I got into it. But I still do the paramotoring and still absolutely love the paramotoring. And it seems like you're, maybe I'm just making an assumption here, but just after learning about you this year, you're more of the type of personality where you spend a lot of time where you're always wanting to learn about stuff or working on stuff. Um, you're not like, hey, it's eight o'clock at night. I'm watching TV and hammering beers and stuff. It just seems like you're always engaged and trying to push and learn and, and grow or tinker. And so at the end of the day, I asked that first question, but I wasn't surprised either that you actually got a plane. But I was still curious just because so many people, they just lose interest in that when they do this. Well, you're exactly right. If I'm not, if I do actually sit down at eight o'clock and, and watch TVs, no, I'm not pounding the beers, but I am watching something on YouTube to learn about something. Right. So, I mean, and that you, you nailed it right on the head. That's just, I, I, I'm a sponge. I love to learn. So where are you at on, um, on your own training and learning? Are you able to go solo yet? No. So, um, I have right now I have probably close to eight hours. So because my flight instructor is a, um, uh, pilot, you know, he's a private or he's a commercial pilot, I guess is what it would be called. Um, he works for a private company. And so he's gone for a week and home for a week. And of course, you know, it's, everything is weather related. And, um, so I went and I have about eight hours now. I, I do believe, uh, logged hours. Um, and I have to get my medical, um, but we ran into a, a flaw with that. Um, and what it is, is so the FAA, um, there's four medications the FAA looks at and they say, you, we can't give you your medical right now, but you're going to have to meet with a, um, a specialist, uh, AME and they can pass you off as getting a medical. And one of those medications I do take. So at first I was a little confused um but they really do frown upon mescaline i'm i should have warned you <laughs> they frown upon what mescaline you don't, don't take know. that one eric don't worry about it but um no so um uh but i at first i was a little upset but then it, i realized that it's only for the safety of everybody around you know passengers people on the ground myself and so now it's like i'm good with it you know um and it's the thing is is it doesn't stop my training it really does not affect anything um because we still um we still go out and fly we still you know go out and have a lot of fun so um 
it, it just doesn't doesn't bother me at all. And and I, I will get my medical and uh, hopefully by next uh, ah, next year, this summer, I'll actually get my certificate. And then after that, you need to get Jade to do the same. So that way she can fly and you can jump out of the plane and skydive. <laughs> You've been hanging around with Tim. Because <laughs> that's exactly what he wants to do. No, I can't. We can't jump out of the plane. <laughs> um, yeah. So if, if Jade wants to uh, learn or at least learn how to fly, learn how to, you know, land a plane in case there is a medical issue with me. Um you know, which would be a good idea, then, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Wendy the Explorer wants to know who gave you your first tandem PPG flight, when and where? My first tandem? Mm -hmm. Well, this is going to sound kind of crazy. I've never been uh, not the pilot of command in a paramotor. I've never been the front passenger of a tandem ever oh, ever okay i never took a tandem before my solo but i've had a couple fun ones since <laughs> <laughs> all right next question is bill h wants to know can you put a paramotor in your plane yeah so we can we can load it up um we could probably put two foot launch units in there and uh, travel with them and all the gear, all the wings. So it's a, uh, what, I, what I have is a Cherokee 180. And we have a little over, a little under a thousand pound uh, payload that we can take. So. Do you prefer trike or foot launch? Uh, good question. So, well, it's, um, I guess it, it depends on my mood. If I want to be a little lazy, then the trike is good, but the flight isn't as good. And um, the, the way I say that is because it's like going from a Ferrari, something that is very maneuverable, like the foot launch, going to a trike, which is a little late, more lazy. Everything is slower because you have a little bit more mass and stuff like that. But uh, all this summer, I've been foot launching, um, really enjoying it, uh, knowing that when wintertime comes, we're going to have to go back to the trikes. So um, I, I enjoy both. I mean, I, I really do. And there's a place for both. If you get the opportunity, if you're a foot launcher and you have the opportunity to uh, do a trike, I would definitely do it because it's, it's really fun. So... Steve, you want that one? Oh, Angela Preslick wants to know, are you making pilot or paramotor school your full-time job? You don't plan on teaching uh, general aviation pilot training, do you? Uh, no, because um, I can barely fly it myself. <laughs> so it'd be a, <laughs> which, yeah, so speak, speaking of which, since you just started, was there anything in experience in it that kind of surprised you that you thought it'd be different any anything within those eight hours for you yes um yes flying the plane is the most simplest thing around it really is taking off is is uh, you know it, it's it's different a little challenging 
landing. Man, I tell you what, the United States needs to make their runways like five times wider for me <laughs> and like 30 miles long. And if they did that, man, I'd have these things dialed in. But since they don't, I have a lot to learn with uh, the landing part, which is important when you take off. So um, that part of it is definitely, uh, to me, it's a challenge. But doing all the maneuvers in the air is so much fun. It really is a lot of fun. Now, is there a comparison from like paramotor to um, to general aviation? Um, there's not a lot that kind of rolls over because everything in paramotor is so slow. So, I mean, your general, you know, hey, uh, lift, wing aspect, stuff like that. You know, that is all comparable because you need lift to fly. And when you get to um, when you get into the more advanced stuff, as far as uh, the training goes, uh, the general aviation, I mean, there's a lot to learn. So. Where uh, do you have any like what's your future look like with it? What do you have in? Do you have anything in mind of what you want to do cross countries or some sightseeing flights or just dreams that you might have for it for general aviation? Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would love to get out of anywhere where there's snow in the wintertime. <laughs> um, you know, of course, cross countries, it's a total, this plane has been to Florida uh, a few times, so it is totally capable of doing, um cross-country trips um looking you know forward to doing stuff like that so but i also look forward to cross-country trips in the paramotor yeah. uh, can you tell us a little bit about safety with the paramotor what kind of things do you look for as far as um i guess what i'm saying tell us a little bit about safety with paramotor yeah so I guess I was pretty lucky in the school that I picked for paramotor training. Um, so I went to um, Mad City Paragliding down in um, Madison, Wisconsin, and he's actually rated one of the top five in the United States for safety. Uh, his name is Paul Cooley, and he actually is part of the USPPA for uh, he does a lot of the instruction uh, classes and clinics. Uh, he organizes them and designs them uh, to make safe pilots uh, for the instructors. So he always pounded in our head, you know, the safety part of things. He works, uh, he works with us knowing what your wing will do, knowing what your wing can withstand. Um, I mean, just everything. So we got a lot of safety kind of drilled into us um, as far as that goes. And that's my biggest thing I think is, is safety. And I try to pass that on to my students that I'm training. Um, and everybody says, Hey, the ground school is hard. The flying is easy. And I agree. Um, you know, the ground school is hard. We're not going to send you in the air until we know that you have that wing totally under control 
you know, when you're in a trike and you have that wing perfectly over you, then we can go to full throttle and take off. Uh, and then from there, I, I'm on comms with my students all the time. So they uh, have my reassurance in their ear and I can also watch them and glide them all the way back down to a perfect landing. So um, I think safety is uh, something that really needs to be um, enforced in the paramotor community. Uh, we've all seen, you know, a lot of bad things happen um, and we need to try to uh, get that. So it's uh, happening less and less. So uh, Eric, I don't know if you guys know this, but Eric has actually developed a pretty strong reputation in the PPG world for safety. Every one of his students, he's never left up there. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, Matt Slober wants to know, do you still find time to fly the RCs? And if so, what do you like to fly? Oh, we've um, all noticed we've all seen your display on the ceiling in your hangar. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I do have quite a few planes and helicopters and other stuff. Um, no, I haven't been able to, uh, this will tell you how long it's been is, uh, I'm still, all of those planes that I have are still nitro powered. Um, so the gas, the, the nitro methane motors, um, they, everything is now electric. So I don't have any of the newer technology. Do I still have time? You know what? Once a year, maybe I will pull a plane down, fire it up and go fly it. Uh, it is like riding a bike. It's just, you lose a little bit of the um, agility as far as knowing, you know, on the remote control stuff, when the flare and stuff like that. But you usually have a successful landing, but I, I try to find time, but I've just been lately just, uh, it's just been too busy. So. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, once you get into paramotoring, you just don't have much time for everything else. Yeah. You know, yep. I, we used to ride motorcycles all the time and now we don't even, we got rid of those. We don't have time. Yeah. Uh, Tori uh, says you need a stole plane. Yeah. So I put this up, um, uh, because I actually got into paramotoring following Trent Palmer, who did uh, the short takeoff landing aircraft. I thought that was so cool that some yeah. guy just lands on a hill, takes off. And I was like, I never could afford that. And I found uh, paramotoring. But uh, what about it, that, Eric? Would you ever be interested in getting one of those? Um, it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know, as of right now, um, you got to have a lot of talent. And those guys, all those guys that we watched at in Oshkosh do the uh, stole competition, they have a lot of talent. And that's 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 all there is to it. I mean, they have talent and I would be the guy that would run out of talent and I don't want to run out of talent. Yeah, but couldn't you just make it for you? Do you really have to compete? You know, just go out and land wherever you want. Take uh, Jade on a nice romantic picnic in some meadow. And blast off into like in 30 feet. No. Yeah. <laughs> she says no. So the uh yeah. Um yeah, I guess. I mean, I let's, just I let's get him to learn how to fly first, please. Yeah. 
I have trying to, to give them ideas. Right. <laughs> oh, I have ideas. I have tons of ideas. Crazy ideas. Yeah, they all of them are. Eric uh, JP says you're his hero. Ah, oh, thanks, JP. You're my hero. Great guy. And Wendy, she says, maybe I'll make that my mission. You can be my first passenger once I get my certification. I'm still a ways out, though. Oh, no, Wendy, I'm putting them in with me first. <laughs> Seeing I had to go with him. I, I'll do that. I mean, I, I, I don't mind. I really, really don't mind uh, taking up new equipment. You know, Deweese, I took up your equipment first to make sure that it was safe. Uh, I was the test dummy. And yes. the thing is, is that if if I check that over and it all looks good and the hang tests are there, I'll take it up. I don't have a problem with that, the, especially the um, uh, paramotors that, you know, I kind of help put together because then I know that how it's how it's done. Um, and it's a good thing you did. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um <laughs> So, but absolutely, you know, I, I, Wendy, I will, I'll be your first, um, crazy guy on the front. So. So mom's asking what kind of range does the plane have? Will it make it to Arizona by them? Oh yeah, it'll make it to Arizona. Absolutely. Um, Next year, may have, to, um, have to make a couple of stops, but uh, for fuel, but. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see what else we got on here. Mad Sloper's asking, do you want to try the electric SB140 PPG on your next trip to Vegas? Yeah, the I'm pretty impressed with the SP140. I, I, I like that technology. Um, I would uh, definitely take you up on that offer. It's, um, it is a nice looking unit. I, I looked at it uh, last year when we were out in Vegas and I thought it was a very well-built, well-built machine. So. Is that the electric paramotor? It is. Yeah. It is. Yep. JP Tulos, oh, I'm sorry. Good. No, you go ahead. JP Tulo says, did Eric take a class that taught him how to be so cool or is it just something that comes naturally for him? <laughs> so JP, I've been taking that class. Um, I've had to retake <laughs> it four times now. Four times. <laughs> I keep failing. <laughs> but uh, thanks for rubbing that in. Uh, I thought that was a private conversation you and I had. That's a... Go ahead, Denise. A paramotor NC says, do you have any goals with general aviation? I won't say that mistake again. I.e. bucket list of trips or just for recreation? Um, mostly for recreation, but... Um, I think my my bucket list is to fly out and be able to see my parents and possibly take them for a flight. That would be my bucket list. Uh, they live out on the West Coast in Washington State. Um, other than that, it would be, you know. Do they just, have a Wisconsin accent? Uh, no, they just say we have a Wisconsin accent. <laughs> so. But no, other than that, uh, Buck, it would just be basically flying around uh, here or, you know, heading down towards uh, Outer Banks or to Jade's parents in Arizona, stuff like that. Mississippi. Mississippi. 
Absolutely. Anywhere that it's warm in the wintertime. Yeah. Not Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay, and Pennsylvania, but that would be a that would be a summertime thing. I know. That's why I said not during the winter. Sorry, Wendy, Justin. Well, now, asking, now Wendy will be in Florida part of that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm there. Tango Marzano is asking how many seats does the plane hold? How many seats or how many passengers? Um, so the the tell us how plane, many people we can stuff in your plane. Oh, <laughs> we can make that thing look like a clown car with the clowns coming out. <laughs> right. But uh, legally, we can carry uh, three other passengers besides the pilot. So two in front, two in back. Nice. Uh, let's see here. Way behind on. Scuba's asking. So do you? Like trike or foot launch more? Does the trike feel more restrictive over the foot launch? Um, do I like, so I really like foot launch um, just for the sportiness. Uh, I like the trike because, how do I say this? You can bundle up in the winter. <laughs> you can bundle up in the winter. Um, trike to me is easier and, and it's not the running thing. I mean, but I'm so used to steering with my feet and um, getting the wing. I, I mean, it's just, it, it's almost like it comes natural. Uh, but so does the foot launch. But the, the trike is, we've talked to scuba. And um, if we ever get together, I'm going to get them trained on the trike and let them see what it's like. I mean, it's just, it, it's a totally different experience. One is not better than the other. Um, one is not geared towards older people to younger people. It's just what you prefer. And if you've never flown a trike, um, it is something you have to do because trikes are fun. You can come in with your, you can come in with your trimmers out fast land, you know, set back up real quick while you're taxiing, take off it, like an airplane. So it's nothing that, um, it's it both are fun you know you you can do touch and goes if you plan on doing any kind of uh acro uh trike is really not the thing to be doing it in if you're gonna if you're going to learn acro do it foot launch and then translate that over to trike because of the weight issues um and it's not a matter of getting the trike over it's what do you do with all that that load when you start coming back around you have a lot of built-up energy that you got to unload so um but i mean it's it both are just absolutely fine he says he's used to steering with his feet and it's a real trip when he drives you in his truck and you actually see him driving his truck with his feet too hey you want to hear something crazy okay so on a trike if you want to turn left you push your right foot forward Okay, and that turns the axle to the left. On a general aviation, if you want to turn right, you push the right pedal. So the first time he has me taking oh. off <laughs> in a general aviation plane, that's why I said they need to make these runways about five times wider because if I'm paying taxes on that runway, I'm using the whole runway. <laughs> And trust me, on that first takeoff, I think I used that whole runway. <laughs> He's just doing that. donuts all the down it. <laughs> yeah, he was, was squawking. I was left and right. And because I'm, it's totally opposite. And I'm so used to the trike. 
So now I have to kind of rethink everything. But. I think so, one of your first missions should be since Jade flies high enough, so she'd probably be safe, but just totally get her with prop wash and knock her out. No, it thanks. Would, <laughs> it, it actually, it would be fun to fly next to. I wouldn't be able to slow down that fast, but I, it would be fun to fly next to paramotors next to them, not above them or, you know, just, just to kind of see one close up. So Linda's saying, asking actually, were you able to get your hearing back after taking her on her tandem in uh, Torchport, Michigan? Linda, <laughs> I tell everybody this, you were my favorite uh, passenger. You, you really were enjoyable. Um, and I think it was because you were so excited. Uh, yeah, don't worry about the hearing. Um, it was already <laughs> shot a long time ago. You just, that's okay. And um, I will be back out at Torchport this year. And you know, you are welcome to go for another tandem. It would be a lot of fun. Eric, this time, I think, she, I think she you my dress, Linda. This, this time you can wear some little earplugs. Yeah. <laughs> Angela Presley wants to know how's the Northern Lights school going and have you had a lot of students? Yeah. So I only do it part time. Um, I do it when somebody comes to us and is inquiring about uh, training. So, you know, because we're a new school, we um, it's it is slow, uh, you know, and we really didn't start doing things until like the middle of summer. And then now we're into winter time, and all of my students um, are cold. So they're going to wait until next spring. I hope they're watching. Hey. I can rub this in a little bit, but, um, so, no. they, so they, Eric, oh, so they, you, you also have tentatively two, three, three more students when the snow melts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a lot of people that are interested right now. Um, the other thing that I do is when I get a referral, so I'll ask where they live. And then I refer them to schools that is closer to them than me, because I don't want somebody to uh, drive all the way up to northern Wisconsin to train if they live down in Madison. You know, if they live in Madison, I want them to go to the school that we went to. I mean, it's only fair to the student. And a lot of times they go, oh, I never I, I never heard about the school. Tell me about it. And they will go to that school. Um, and it's just it, it's just a kind of a courtesy that we have. And as I said, I'm not doing this for a living for the, the, the school part of it. So I'm OK with suggesting that they go somewhere else. Now, of course, if they want to definitely come up to us, we will train them. Um, I met somebody out in um, Oshkosh that actually I went up to them because I, Jade and I overheard him saying that he wasn't able to fly because in the military he had something going on and uh, they won't give him his medical. And that's when I suggested to reach out to um, resurgence. And I do believe that he has reached out to resurgence, just has not gotten back. And he's asked me a couple times if I heard anything and I told him that I really have nothing to do with them. I just would like you to reach out and um, talk to them and see if there's anything you can do. And uh, I told him if there's nothing that they can do for you, um, 
you are more than welcome to come to Tomahawk to learn. So, so Tory Pope wants to know, do you do barrel rolls on your trike? <laughs> no, I would, no barrel rolls on the trike. I've but done... that leads, that leads me into a question for me. So I don't know anything about say your flying style or you as a, a paramotor pilot, because you have something that I don't, and that's called modesty. <laughs> and so, uh, can you tell me a little bit about like, what's your personal goal still with just flying as a paramotor pilot skills that you want to gain or dial in, or maybe even just bucket list items you still want to do? So my flying style, if I'm on foot launch is it'll be a little crazier. Um, I'll do spirals. I enjoy those. I enjoy feeling the G's. Um, I'm not really an acro guy. I don't have, and it doesn't interest me. The biggest thing that I do is um, when I go and I fly, every time I fly, I'm trying new things uh, on the wing. So I will pull, um, I will, I will stall my wing and see what it does. I, because I need to know this to be a good instructor to know, you know, what's going on. So I'm and there again, I'm constantly learning. Um, and I want to, as I said, make it as safe as possible. So I will go up, I will try different things, you know, within reason that's safe. And just to see what happens. Because a lot of us, um, if you're not part of the, um, uh, USPPA, we have ratings one, two, and three. And uh, the PPG three requires you to do big ears. And I remember my first time I did big ears, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to fall out of the air. And it was nothing. And then for a while there, I was just doing big ears because I thought it was the coolest thing around. Well, you know, now every now and then I'll do big ears and it's not a big deal. Um, just make sure that you're grabbing the right parts when you're pulling for big ears. So uh, don't try to do it on your own. Try to get an instructor or somebody to help you out so they know. But my goals, um, it's not really uh, my flying style. I just, I, I put around the air. Um, love. Okay, that guy's got to go. <laughs> um, I love uh, just putting around. Uh, doing things. I like going um, from where we take off. I go into town and um, uh, cruise up and down the Wisconsin River, come back, and then uh, th I enjoy my flight. So, so if you've done things where you're up there and you're stalling your wing, have you ever thought about, or do you ever want to attend an SIV clinic just to kind of learn more? At, at first I did, I, I wanted to do something like that. Um, I don't know if they're doing SIV clinics now with motors on your back or not. Um, but all the ones that I have checked into, they do them without the, uh, the foot launch unit or the, uh, you know, a trike or anything like that. So, I know a lot of people think that it would be beneficial, but for what I'm doing for my training, 
Um, I think that um, it wouldn't benefit me because I'm not, I will fly in weather and I know I'm safe. I will fly in snow, uh, rain, uh, and I know I'm safe. The, um, I think that, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going out in a blizzard and I'm not going out in a absolute downpour, but, um, as long as, um, sorry, I got to plug in my computer. Um, as far as the SIV course, for some people, it would benefit them if they're going to look into doing more acro. But I'm not doing acro like that where I would get myself into that much trouble. I, I, I just do the stuff that I do uh, so I can translate that to students and let them understand. And then what they choose to do after they uh, get their PPG2, um, you know, that's up to them. But they can, um, they can at least leave my school being safe. Whoops, sorry. I just blocked someone else's comment. That's okay. <laughs> um, Linda Anderson says, Eric, can you talk about the event calendar? So you're the official USPPA event calendar guy now, aren't you? Yeah, so I do all of the, uh, enter in all the um, uh, fly-ins for the USPPA. And I know why Linda wanted it, because I didn't have any pictures of Torchport. So if you go onto the USPPA.org website, go to the events, you will see Linda Anderson standing in front of the Torchport sign. And her daughter-in-law took the picture. Um, You're putting me on that, right? Uh, we got to find you a fly-in. I've and got one, but the name of it is not appropriate for this show. We got to find yourself an appropriate uh, fly-in. <laughs> <laughs> Saying hi to Ben. Hey, Ben. So, um, but yeah, that's why uh, Linda was saying, saying that. Tony wants to know if you will be giving rides in, in your plane the next time you're at a fly-in. So planes at a fly-in. Um, yeah, the only fly-in I think that I would actually take a plane to would be Hodges Field um, or uh, Moonshiners because they have actual runways. Um, the uh, other fly-ins that we go to, um, I wouldn't be interested in doing that it, it, it's a safety issue so um hodges and moonshiners was very organized as far as when they had general aviation coming in and out um but as far as any of the other ones it wouldn't be a safe thing uh to have a general aviation plane there scuba's funny scuba the picture behind them those people are all on the ground dude <laughs> So if you guys don't know Scuba, he watches, go, go on to his uh, YouTube show on Friday nights. Scuba's hangout. Scuba's hangout. Unless he has broken ribs, then it's Saturday. And, but, that's, uh, and that's funny. <laughs> um, we were talking about uh, flying at Bad Apples with the 200 registered pilots they have. Um, it is so well organized. 
the bad the, the bad apples team does such a good job patrolling um, the air. And once you get up, you're fine. You are so good. Uh, don't let that panic you. The only thing that'll get you is um, it'll get in your head that you think everybody is watching you. And it's not everybody it's, that's watching you. It's somebody's taking a nap. So everybody but one. But um, yeah, just if you go there, go to fly. Um, go see their sites. It's just a bunch of fields. Um, but it, uh, yeah, it, you're safe. And then when you're coming down to land, they stop everybody from taking off and you have the whole runway to yourself. Tim wants to know if you've done a stall where your wing falls behind you. Tim, we've talked about this before. Yes. I've had that happen. So, and then it flies in front of you and you got to stop it. So, uh, have you ever, Pope wants to know: Have you ever thrown a reserve? No, I have not. Have Never you ever put back a steel reserve? A steel reserve? Yeah, don't do it. Uh, no, I've had to um, reinsert a handle on a reserve on somebody's trike that she caught it during her pre-flight. So. But that was about it. Nope, never had to throw a reserve. So right. I do want to say uh, we did have a friend and long-term fan and follower pass away. Uh, Steve Clark with Clark's video um, passed away the other week. But what was cool is he had followed paramotoring for so long. And a month before he actually passed, uh, Eric got him up on his first solo. And I thought that was just a, a beautiful thing that somebody before, you know, leaving this earth got to do what they really wanted to do. So I do want to thank you, Eric, for doing that for, for Steve. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was, th this has been a tough couple weeks. Um, yeah, I bet. I met Steve a year and a half ago, two years. I don't know when I met him and um, came over to my, my, my shop that I have and wanted to know everything about paramotors and i said you know what i'll just bring because where my business is, is 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 about 40 miles north and i said i'll just bring up some gear and you can see it try it on do whatever um so i did that and i went and um i probably spent two three hours with him just talking paramotor and the guy has a passion for flying um, and he just had, you know, he, he was a working man, uh, didn't have a lot of funds for equipment, but he slowly saved up his money and he, he bought himself a wing and he kited that wing for a year and a half, year, year and a half. And finally, uh, he was hanging around the, the hangar. You know, he would always stop by, coming or going. And one day I just said, Steve, just come down here. I want to get you in the air. And uh, so I worked with him for about four or five days and um, got him flying. So that was... 
it was good for him and good for me. I know it's hard to talk about, but uh, after his first flight, what was he like? <clears throat> Very thankful. Um, he absolutely loved it. He thought it was the best thing around. Um, I mean, you can see a picture. He, he did falconry, and that's one of his falcons. So where do you take a falcon? You take it to the fly-in, and he brought that to our fly-in in Tomahawk. I ate so many mice that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he camped with that falcon, I think, the whole weekend. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, or his son Brandon, brought it I down. Yeah. yeah, Brandon might have brought him down. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that was him. and That's me trying to steal it, wanting to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah. And when he found that falcon, we were coming back from Torchport in Michigan. Um, we stopped at Big Boy and we ate lunch all together. And then he basically said, see you later. I'm going to go find me a bird. And he, we, him and his sons went tromping through the woods. I remember him talking about that on one of the shows. Talking yeah. about getting a bird. Yep. And yeah. he got his bird. He found it. And so I guess there's a lot of federal stuff you got to go through to get these things. And he had all the permits and everything. Um, but he did find his bird. Uh, and I know that that was something that was big to him was the bird. The other thing was flying. So. But. Um. Justin's got a question, Eric. Have you ever had to wear your wife's PPE? It sounds like a personal question. PPE. I don't know if I want to know the definition of a PPE. Well, PPE is technically protective gear in the workplace, yep. like safety goggles and yeah. earplugs and stuff like that. Wow. But if we want to make it dirty, I, I suppose we no, can do that. I, uh, you guys I know exactly what he's referring to. Because we were at Bad Apples and somebody showed up to Bad Apples. And I'm not going to mention Tim <laughs> name without a helmet. So, you know, and I, I'm always there again. I'm always trying to help somebody out. So I loaned Tim my helmet. Oh, yeah. I don't know where my other helmets were. I'm sure I might alone though. Who knows? You bought some from Deweese, <laughs> didn't you? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, those were those are kiting helmets. But I I, oh. I have those aviator two aviator helmets and headsets, and I don't I don't even know where those were. And the yeah. only one that was laying around was Jade's, and it was all dolled up with <laughs> glitter and goo goo eyes. <laughs> I didn't care. I just give me a helmet. I want to go fly. <laughs> And of course, I put this helmet on. I turned around, and Mr. Photography <laughs> taking pictures. And, um, yeah. So, yes, I have. Well, Eric, if you're ever in a pinch and you need to borrow my flight suit, I'll be happy to loan it to you. I've I've seen yeah. your flight suit. It's it's. We are just a little colder up here. I'm going to need more. Uh, you know. <laughs> covering 
Oh. Well, I've kind of got these pictures all screwed up. So I give me a little moment here and let's go through some of the pictures that Eric's got here. You know, me and my Apple here. So this Eric, is you're not an Apple guy, are you? I am. <laughs> oh, I've lost a lot of respect for you. And somebody fix that man a highball. <laughs> That's actually down at our airport. Yeah, actually, our hangar is right yeah. behind the trailer. Right hey, over what, here. Uh, what wing do you foot launch with? Uh, Mac Paracharger. Nice. Yep. Uh, absolutely love that wing. Oh, I thought you were going to say that picture. No, not necessarily. His beard's dark in that one. How old is that? Five. Five years Man, old. Man, now I know why you married him. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about this. Huh? Tell us about this. So... I wanted a motorcycle after visiting my brother out in Nevada. Uh, he's like, Hey, you want to go for a motorcycle ride? He had two Yamahas. I'm like, sure. So I get on this thing. I was like, how do you ride it? I, I didn't know. And he showed me kind of how to shift through the gears. And so I did and had fun and came back from Nevada. I'm like, man, I really enjoyed that. I want to get a motorcycle. So, um, I went down to the Harley Davis dealership and I was looking around and I'm like, wow, I really like that bike. And, uh, okay. Well, I said, all right, well, I'm going to quickly, you know, go get some money and I'll come back and get it. Well, and how'd you get that money? You tell me the truth. That, that's, I can't tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I went down, got some money, brought it back to the dealership, paid them. And they wouldn't let me drive it off the lot because I did not have a permit to drive the motorcycle off the lot. <laughs> so I had to have somebody come and get the motorcycle and take it to my house and took it to the house. Um, and then I probably put six miles on it and then pulled it into the garage and I tore the bike down completely and I built that right there. So if anybody is watching or watching this and knows Harley's, that's actually a uh, 2013 uh, Fat Boy Low, and that's what it looks like now. And the, the bags in the back have are all amplifiers and speakers, and then there's speakers all on the front back wing and stuff like that. Oh, the back, that has a true dual exhaust, and the back exhaust are Gatlin guns that turn when the exhaust is flowing. Wow, so this is not only a chick magnet, but a dude magnet, too. It is. Because yeah. I, I tell you what, a lot of guys will look at it and, hey, that's pretty cool. Um, and so we, now it, the bike... Kind of like the, paramotors. <laughs> <laughs> now the bike is in the garage and we insure it for the three days uh, <laughs> fall ride that we have here in Tomahawk. And then take the insurance back off. So, yep. but I love the bike. It's, it's something that I did and I'm, I'm proud of that bike. It's pretty. <clears throat> this was, uh, flying with Dan down oh, in yeah. Dubai. 
our first winter flying. Yeah. So we were, yeah, we had a low ceiling that day. Yeah. yeah there you go. Um, yeah. So I don't think we were totally legal, but uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Dan's Dan's a great guy. He lives about 30 miles south of us. He'll come up and he'll fly with us up here. And then uh, he also works at EAA Oshkosh when the air show is going on. So that's the generation I grew up in right there. <laughs> I had a horse and carriage. So that was back in, if my parents were watching, this is our trip that we made through Canada and we I have four brothers two older two younger and my parents and all my brothers and I we I guess we rented a horse and buggy or horse and horse and covered wagon that was it and we traveled probably six eight hours on a path that was nothing but bumps. And we went out to the middle of nowhere. We camped for one night and then we rode these things back. Now, let me tell you, back in the day when they only had covered wagons with no padded seats, man, they had it rough. And But that was our show. We slept in the back of the covered wagon. It was actually a lot of fun. But those were outfits that my mom made for my daughters. So. It's yeah, a historical fact that the reason why people enjoy big dairy airs today is because of that reason. It was a survival technique. You yeah, had a big butt, you could have a comfortable ride. Yes. That was actually a lot of fun. It's a historical fact. Eric, and going back to the motorcycle in the chat, my mom is asking, can we borrow the Harleys as long as you aren't riding them anymore? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, you're married to this man. Have the inside scoop. Let's see some of the more scandalous photos. <laughs> Come on, that's all I got. Oh man, you are going to need those sunglasses because your future is looking bright. Yeah, <laughs> and he's called the Tin Man. We started out with his name as the Tin Man because he's a HVAC owner. What's Good. this, Eric? Good night. So I raced off-road um, from uh, about 2000 till 2015. And we would off-road, if anybody's seen, um, I don't know, like the Baja 1000 and stuff like that, um, we used to run uh, circuit tracks, and we ran a circuit, a professional series, that ran from the UP of Michigan all the way down to Missouri. It was central United States. They also have a West Coast um, circuit. But uh, that was actually uh, right here in Crandon, Wisconsin. And that was after a race. That's how muddy we were. Um, and, yeah. Sorry, they're all mixed up. That's this, okay. was, this was the one at Outer Banks. The yep. first time flying with a going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we found those out there. We found those at a uh, kite, kite shop. So yep. we still got them. This was, I think, the day that we were learning or testing out for, was it 
PPG three with spot landings? Uh, no, there's campers there. So that was probably oh, that was the fly-in. Fly -in. Yeah. yeah, that was our Never local fly-in in Madison or South What State. type of what type of trike do you fly, Eric? So we fly um, trike buggies, uh, built and designed by Chad Bastion out in California. Okay, yeah. These are a bunch of our friends that I miss all of them. JP Tulo, DP, JP, DP, Mrs. DP, Cupcake Krista, Cat, Keith, if you haven't seen them. There's my buddies. There's Eric. This was at an ultralight fly-in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, too. And what's your uh, foot launch frame, Eric? Parajet Maverick. Oh, I didn't and, know you fly a Mav. Yep, uh, with a 185. Oh, my gosh. Who is this? That is the world-famous um, Paramom USA. <laughs> this is when we went down to visit Aviator and we met Neil. Yeah, Neil Neil's a great guy. If if anybody is working on equipment and has questions on you know anything, I, I'm I'm probably gonna throw you under the bus here, Neil. If you if you have questions and they can't get answered, Neil is your guy. He is the go-to guy and um he just he's a plethora of information great guy if when i get stumped on something i call him he gives me the answers within seconds and it, the problem's fixed so you so he works for sky sports usa no he works for aviator yeah um scuba is asking isn't trike buggy hard to get into well all three of us fly it and i had my knee surgery scuba and i don't know after three months of having my new knee put in i was able to get in it you'll be fine yeah so the trike buggy of course everything causes a little bit of conversation and so the trike buggy uh i feel is one of the safer it's it's a little heavier uh but it is one of the safer uh trikes out there it kind of has the roll bars that go from kind of over your shoulders to your front wheel. Um, so if you roll the trike, then what hits the ground is actually the roll bars and your hoop and your head is very well protected. You know, you have to think of safety. Uh, and I know that there's a lot of makeshift trikes out there that just have like a T frame. Um, if, if you roll that over, you're going to hit your head. I mean, I don't want to bring this up. Deweese, you know, with her accident, uh, her hands were outside on those roll bars, and that's why she got injured as, as severely as she did. But I but didn't her, get my head hurt. But her head was still yeah, perfectly my head, safe. Yeah, my head was safe. Oh, so. look at this beautiful trike buggy. And it has a flamingo on it. Yeah. <laughs> During hunting season, um, <laughs> They're aiming towards the flamingo. <laughs> no, no. Let's see. Get back to the other pictures. Hang on. I 
This is kind of like Zoom. I have to go to different screens and oh boy. Oh yeah, Tony Marzano, he's got a trike buggy too. Yep. Yeah, we sent a trike buggy out to him. And uh, yeah, What's he this? has one. Ah, that was our, that's the test flight in the Cherokee. And the guy sitting behind me is Sean. That's my flight instructor. And your PPG student. And my PPG student. And he's taken one flight also. Yeah, he has. And then it got cold. Yeah. <laughs> Poof, gone. <laughs> There's our lake runway. There's Eric every night. <laughs> this is what the hangar looks like now. Yeah, so I counted all the planes and helicopters. There's 18 of them. And they were shuffled between my house and um, uh, this is they were in, in my shop up at my shop the whole upstairs storage area was full of planes and i had to take my trailer up and grab dolls so my parents want me to put my uh a train going around the ceiling all the way around the hangar <laughs> so do you have a train yeah so right now the it's a g-scale train and and G gauge is actually the bigger tracks yeah. and uh, all the cars are made by a company called LGB actually is no longer in business, but there, you see them in garden railways. People will run them outside in their gardens and stuff because they're weatherproof. Um, and they're actually a very well-built train and that's what uh, we're going to probably put up there. I have them right now in my offices at my shop. And when I, and they go around my offices, but they go through the tunnels into a different office. And every time I turn them on, I'm getting yelled at by my uh, secretary and telling me to turn them off because they're loud. Because all you hear is the bells and the steam. And oh. so she's okay with me taking them out of there. Well, so since like end of September. That ceiling was all rafters, and we insulated that. We put the the metal ceiling in, and just finished it up probably two weeks ago. Yeah, and those are infrared heaters. I have two of those infrared yep. heaters in there. They keep it nice and cozy, warm. They yeah, keep it right. hot and buttery. Hot and yep. buttery. Yeah. Hot and buttery. <laughs> Our last project was the pink insulation foam panels and i'm i'm lathering up the pink insulation with uh paramotor stickers now oh yeah, yeah that'd be nice yeah <laughs> so this is opening the crate that was an exciting day oh that was our tandem yep there's paul and eric putting it together yep so i got that from one up adventures down in florida Tony's asking, what does Eric think about the Cosmos for a single-person trike? Well, if the power-to-weight ratio is what you need, then the Cosmos is definitely the way to go. I, I really enjoy uh, ours. It, it's worked out very well. It's so far, been very reliable. Um, never had an issue with it. Um, so, I mean, if, if, the, if that's what you need to uh, fly, then make it work uh, for somebody that is under 200 pounds. I wouldn't recommend it 
So, but if you're larger and need need a bigger motor, then most definitely. Got a foot launch that man. <laughs> oh, we're out in Vegas now. Gene yeah. Lake. Lake. There's. I would like is... to fly. I would like to fly out there. It looks so neat to fly out there. If anybody doesn't yeah, know who Tony is, that's Tony and his brother. Sorry. Yeah, that, that was out at the Gene Lake bed in Nevada. Um, that was a good time. They We found them this trike, sent it out there. They already had a uh, engine on a frame, and they mounted it up, did a good job mounting that up. Um, and I think I took it for a test. Yeah, I took it for the test flight. Maybe I, I don't remember, but then, uh, yeah, we got uh, Tony in the air while we were out there, and his brother in the air. And I think his brother was in the air prior, sure, but they yeah. had an, they had an engine out. But we think we have that all fixed. They have a Moster one eighty five that is fuel injected, but I think everything is perfect now. Eric, so Shane Planet Shane wants to know what's Eric's fuel burn when solo on his trike wing combo? I'm assuming the tandem. So on the tandem machine, I don't rate it gallons per hour. I rate it per hours per gallon. I mean, the thing is a fuel hog. So they tell you to lean out the high side a little bit. The only problem is um, <clears throat> in the colder climates that we fly in, I don't want to lean it out anymore. So I just, I run mine, you know, the factory setting. Um, but if you're down south, you can lean out the higher, the high needle, the fuel, fuel, burn, uh, the fuel burn is not good. Probably... A gallon and a half, gallon to a gallon and a half. Uh, well, no, not that's pulling a tandem though, uh, for like forty minutes. So it does suck a little fuel. I don't fly it much by myself. I was, but now I usually, if I'm going to go flying, I'll take my trike or my foot launch. Yeah, and Tony said that I got to fly that trike also, and I thank you for allowing me to do that and trusting me to fly out there because that was another one of the states I got to mark off that, and it was pretty cool out there. Yeah. So thank you guys. That's the day we met uh, Mad Sloper out there. And yep. 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 This was, I think our first tandem flight together. And she lived. <laughs> yeah. This was down at Bad Apples. And that's close enough to me. That's Eric. <laughs> I was flying back from the, what was it, the quarry at Bad Apples? Yeah, yeah. No, no tip touching. Yeah, as I'll start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, I grabbed a bunch of uh, people that got to fly with Eric. This one was at Torchport in Michigan. Fabrizio from... Well, that was a bad apples. Yeah. Yep. 
This was a, the local little touch truck, it was called, and letting people in Tomahawk here. is a fundraiser for a, a children's park, and we were letting people. Do we see you were there with Randy? Oh, um, yeah. Uh -huh. And letting people try on the gear. There's Eric and Linda meeting for the first time. Eric's giving Linda one of the little paramotor guys. I'm afraid to meet her for the first time. Hmm. There's the tandem. And this is one of our current students right now, which I think this is Haley, Eric. That's um, Haley. She's yeah. actually in her... She's, this is going to be her last year uh, going to school in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and she's going to be an A&P mechanic. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I think I met her. Her goal is she wants to move to Florida where it's warm. <laughs> smart girl. It's cold up there in Wisconsin. <laughs> this was at EAA in the those museum. Are all my par those are all my paramotor props. <laughs> <laughs> Broken props. That's it. That's yeah. all I got. Sorry. I see Randy back there. All right. Now let's, let's see the personal ones. Pull up your cell phone. Yeah. Come on. You don't have any lately. Well, right. ever since uh, school, you know, having the school and keeping busy with flying and everything else that I do, I just, yeah, I haven't been able to post much and be on social media at all. Modesty. We all don't have it. But you do, Eric. That's what sets you apart. So Tony Tony says he wants to see Eric jump with Montana. No. <laughs> I don't think I have any desire to jump out of a flying airplane. Um, that just doesn't, yeah. There's nothing wrong with just staying inside of a perfectly good airplane. I, no. I have you ever experienced free fall, Deweese? It's awesome. No, and no intentions of it. Randy did. He said he fell off a ladder. He broke his arm. So that free fall <laughs> didn't work out too well. <laughs> but at least he experienced free flight. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't going terminal velocity. And if he no. was, it was he pretty tell you about it. <laughs> it ended up on the ground. <laughs> So Travis said, going back to the cosmos, he said that he uses less fuel now that he leaned it out some. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people are saying that. Um, it's, I, I just can't, I, we just, we live in such a cold climate. I need to have a rich mixture in the wintertime and I'm not going to sit there and adjust it out and adjust it in, adjust it out. It runs, it runs fine. You know, it's a little fat in the summertime, but that's okay. You have any wings that you're eyeballing, Eric? No, I've got a. I've. We probably have, I think, eight wings that we have right now, uh, through the school and and ours. And I tell you what, and Steve's the Steve uh, that passed away. He has he has a wing, and it's actually sitting in my um, hangar right now. Um, and it's a gin Falcon, very lightweight. And we just had such a hard time with that wing. Uh, the second I gave him the charger, 
man, he was able to, he got that thing up and he was kiting that, that wing perfectly good. And uh, all the way down the runway, he was doing uh, power taxis and it's such a stable wing. I absolutely love that wing. We were trained on that wing and I honestly don't think I'll ever outfly that wing. And if I did, I would probably get maybe a Colorado um, or maybe the, the Charger too. So I, I just, I like what I have. We have in our, uh, we got some BGDs. Uh, Jade has her ozone. I flew that. And um, that was fun. So, but yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I just bought a new wing and it's the same exact one as I got now. <laughs> just different sizes. And, and that's, yeah. yeah. You, you fly what you're comfortable with. Um, there's nobody to impress but yourself. I mean, if you ever meet Tom from Parajet, he still flies like a Revo from years ago because that's what he likes and that's what he's used to. Yep, absolutely. So do you have any inkling of um, what fly-ins we're planning on going to this coming year? Well, I'm definitely going to be going to the Tomahawk fly-in. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> um, it's birthday weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going to Oshkosh. Um, and Where are you coming to Nebraska? I don't know. We just might show up. So the when we go to when we go to Oshkosh, we actually work there. We volunteer our time and we work in the ultralight field in the tower. That was a lot of fun. Um, so because I mean there there's so much to do. Um, but we will be uh, there. There's yeah. Dan. Yeah, there's Dan. Torchport will be a torchport. Definitely wouldn't miss that. That is a blast. Um, and then there's some other ones over in Michigan I wouldn't mind going to. I just don't know. There's one over by Torchport, kind of a little bit more west. Um, but as far as the bigger ones, um, I don't know. It's such a long drive for us. And now, you know, with having, I would, I would rather train my student. I have so much fun training. Um, every, a lot of people said, Hey, you're going to lose interest in flying paramotor. If you start training, I don't think I've flown this much, you know, I, I have flown more now than I have ever. And, you know, cause you, when you fly, you got to make sure the air's clean before you send a student up. And then when they land, you know, they're happy and excited and they go home because we do on a solo. So what we're taught is on a solo, you do the solo and then you send them home because you don't want to do another flight because it's too much going on in their mind. So you send them home. Well, of course, the weather is always nice because you just had them do it. So, so what do you do? You put on your gear and you go and take off and you have fun. Um, so uh, I... But I just love teaching. I love teaching students. I love, I can't wait to get the family that I have done so we can all fly together. Um, there's a bucket list thing. I, I really, I can't wait to get them all flying. So 
And MJH PPG says we'd like to see you all at Endless. Yes, I know. It's like. No. Yeah, that's, so that's right after school starts, though, isn't it? Yeah, like a week. So I'm yeah. going to have to figure out how to ask off a week after school starts. Um, yeah, I, I would like to go to Endless Foot Drag. Um, uh, that would be something that I would go to, most definitely. Tony appreciates you saying you got a knack for teaching. Well, thank you, Tony. And I'm glad that you finally did it because you're so much different than so many other people. And the fact that, you know, I joke about things like modesty and, and stuff with you and whatnot, but you are so no BS. You're just helpful or informative. You like what you do. You don't need to be flashy. And, you know, so many people have different learning styles too. And so they need different teachers or, certain people can just teach many different personalities and your kind of style. I respect a lot just from your attitude towards this, that I, I think it's really beneficial that you're around just because I've seen so many different personalities and whatnot. And I think there's a certain type that would really gravitate towards you where it's, it's really simple and focused on, just paramotors and being successful with it. Like that just seems what your end goal is, is just being safe and successful and, and being really easy with the students. And yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you're teaching. Well, thank you. No, that is my, end, my end goal is just to see people flying, you know, living that dream. Um, I think now even more with losing Steve, it's been really hard. Um, and seeing the joy that he had uh, really opened my eyes to a lot of things. Um, so I, I just want to see people live their dreams, you know, be successful at what they're doing. Angela wants to know if the girls are interested now. Um, my little one, I take up all the time and she loves it. Um, but of course, I'm. We do it for instructional purposes. Got to throw that one in there. But the uh, I'll take off, and all of a sudden we'll we'll do a spiral, and I'll start screaming in back, and she just sits in the front giggling. <laughs> you know, she's she's twelve, so I think she would do it. She was uh, kiting with um, Sean Nevsker. Uh, Oh, um, no. no. Nick LaBeouf. Yeah, Nick LaBeouf yeah. out of Bad Apples. And she was enjoying that. So I think she would have. But it, the biggest thing is just figuring out the mental capacity of a student, making sure that the mental capacity is there. So I think she's really young right now. So I have no problem putting a wing in her hand and letting her kite the wing. And I would have no problem letting her drive the trike. But I'm not going to put them both together. It's not there yet. You talk about mental capacity, just look at me. Anything's <laughs> possible. And you I'm just fine. <laughs> so while I got you, what do you think is the weirdest or the thing that really annoys you the most about Jade? Oh god. <laughs> uh, that she will take off and fly the pattern and reland. While I am Steve has here. left. <laughs> 
while I am I am already across and cruising the little waterways that we have. When I say waterways, it's not like I'm flying over the ocean. It's I'll I'll, I'll fly along the sandbars. So and the thing is, is I know she hasn't done this yet, and it's just unbelievable it, the, what you see. I I just I, I love doing it. I don't get tired of doing it. I'm getting better. I've been doing wingovers and Steve's was it Steve? No, on Montana actually has um, scuba. You should talk. He's telling me to stay in the air. Scuba, get in the air. <laughs> I've got my wingovers and I'm past the horizon. So, but after I witnessed something recently and having a couple um, goofy, um, wind goofy wind takeoffs um crosswind takeoffs i kind of went backwards again so i'm just being cautious well just, I just about ate dirt yesterday myself <laughs> <laughs> just getting the bump came about two inches from the ground foot dragon i was like i need to stop screwing around All right just well, uh, bump tolerance is that what it is yeah well bump tolerance you know the biggest thing that there again, you know, everything reverts back to how we were taught. And you always have your instructor. I still have my instructor in my ear. But, you know, he's like, hey, you know, if it's getting bumpy, how do you fix that? Well, you start, you know, start turning. And if you will eliminate that bump, top, that, the bumps. So you just start turning and then you don't feel them. Um, so if it's getting a little bumpy and, uh you know, I'll, I'll even start turning. I though I'm at, I'm at the point where I kind of, I giggle when I feel the bumps because it's kind of fun. And, um, I do enjoy that, but there's been times where I've been in the air where I'm fine flying. It's like, man, now I got to get this thing down and I don't want to have to, I guess everybody's biggest fear is when you're coming into land and all of a sudden you lose lift. Yeah. So you really have to, um, pay attention to the wind. Anybody got any other questions? Anybody want to join in? I put the code out there if you guys want to come in and chat a little bit. Um, I do have one more shirt that I want to show. I'm, this is really cool for the girls. I'm going to show off my shirt. Wait, oh, can I do a solo that? layout? Oh, yeah. Oh, come Look on. at that. <laughs> Freaking beautiful. Mm, Nirvana. Ooh, I'm a weird looking guy. I'll tell you that. Just saying. <laughs> okay. So this is the other shirt that I had designed and I'm sure you've seen this similar in the past. Just want to fly. And it's paramotorgirl.com and check the back out girls. Fly like a girl. Oh, that's cool. And the sleeve says pilot. Oh, cool. I'm working on, I'm working on more. It's really comfy. So, yeah. Tell oh, man, I did a heck of a glamour video for you this week. I know. Like, you're not going to get any better than that. A man <laughs> wearing that stuff, flying around at a beach. I saw right. that one. Yes, I saw that one. <laughs> I did that for you, Jade. Ah. No, I'll I didn't. That's a total lie. 
Tony says he wants a hat that says send it with a prop. Oh, yeah. I'll be making more uh, colors on there, too. So, yeah. And that's... I I want to add one thing um, for the for everybody doing the paramotoring. So part of with the general aviation is your ground school. Um, the one thing that I can tell everybody here that is not a general aviation pilot, you should go and look at any of these ground school, uh, online ground schools like Sporties has them. Um, um, Oh, who's some other ones? Uh, Gleam or Glime, they have one. Uh, a lot of ground schools that are out there. If you would just sign up for that, they're cheap. Um, there is so much information to learn that I guarantee you, your instructor didn't go over with you because it goes into depth on everything from airspace to weather to uh, just basic knowledge of of lift and drag and everything else. And I know a lot of it would have to do with general aviation, but a lot of it you can take and use it in the paramotoring. That will be definitely more helpful than anything you've learned so far. And um, it's just, it, it, it will save your hide. It really will. Because there's things with um, airspace and weather that I have learned so much on that I think everybody should um, learn it only because it's it's not so you know the rules, it's so to keep you safe. So. Yep, and Dan is saying the same thing. Yes, online yeah. ground schools are pretty awesome, especially on weather. Yep. Yeah, so. I need a refresher course on all sorts of stuff. Like well, there's things I've learned and then I'm like questioning whether it's whether airspace or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I don't remember that anymore. But so I always you, fly with people smarter than me, so I rely on them. No, that's one thing you can do. But also, they they teach it in such a way that you memorize it. I mean, you you memorize, you know, all the airspace, and once you learn it, you're really not going to forget it. But the way they teach it, and I, I do the sporties online ground school and man i i have airspace down simple so they just they just teach it in a great way um so it's definitely something to look into and there again it's cheap it's cheap cheap hey look i may be shallow but i ain't cheap right <laughs> so sounds good no linda sorry no spinny wheel tonight um, what? So next week we've got. Sorry. You know we actually do I need forgot. a spinny wheel. We need. We don't need a name change a one, one like we've been doing. We need a spinny wheel because people love the anticipation. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's pronounced antissa. Anticipation. Yeah. <laughs> next week. Um, oh, um, the reason I had to grab Eric was he was scheduled for the 21st, but. Um, I had said last week on the show that Woody, winging it, Woody was going to be our guest tonight, um, but he was out of town for work, and he also talked his girlfriend into coming on, and he would like to do it while she's with him because she's kind of nervous about being on. So I said, heck, 
heck yeah, I'll take you anytime. Um, that's convenient for the both of them. So that's why winging it Woody is not on tonight. So um, next week, Martin Henderson is on. Um, Eric and I met him down at Para the Fright Fest down at um, Teresa Mixer's fly-in that they had down in middle of Illinois. And he is also a, what did they call him out there? I know in Moonshiners, they called them air dicks. What do they yeah. call Air marshals. Air marshals. Air <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call uh, Henderson a, an air dick. <laughs> oh, Martin's going to be on? Yes. Oh, man. Martin's a hoot. <laughs> so he is planning on talking a lot about fly-ins. No, and he's not because I'm going to harass the crap out of him. No, he uh, is. I've spent some time with Martin. He wants to get it out there with fly-ins and um, what is the proper way of flying at fly-ins, especially with um, new people and advanced people. So he wants it to make us make it a safety um, show. So um, hope you can join us for that one. He's going to be a good guest also. I'm going to get hammered on that show big time. <laughs> oh, we thought you were already hammered. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So, yeah, and if anybody um, is considering sharing their story, please uh, let one of us know. We would love to have you on. We Bill got Tori I'm not saying any up. names. Got yep. the one of the best beards in the PVG world on. Um, let's see, twenty first. I also have Stay Bad that just confirmed. Ooh, so I look, can't handle this. You got I'm to gonna, behave yourself. I'm gonna lose my marbles. You're gonna have to behave yourself that night. Pennsylvania PVG. No, Daniello is like West Coast Steve. <laughs> I know. And then. January 4th, starting out the new year, we're going to bring Aurora PPG on, and um, she wants to talk about um, what her mission is with Aurora PPG. Okay. So, Tori Pope is in the middle of January, so he was on tonight checking us out to see what we were all about, I'm sure. So, don't scare him away, Hot Buttered Steve. Tori's been watching. I've seen him in the chat the last couple episodes. Oh. <laughs> All right, so uh, way past our bedtime, but if anybody would like to join in on the non-live portion. After show. Um, after show for a little bit. <laughs> um, you're more than welcome to. We can fit a couple in here, probably seven we could bring in. If you guys want to talk to Eric off, off the recorded portion. Speaking of that, also... Um, we are on Spotify um, and Anchor, Anchor.fm. So if you missed a, a show tonight, um, you can either rewatch it here or you can watch it. Or actually, actually, yes, you can watch it because I've been doing the video portions of the podcast um, on Spotify and Anchor FM. So how are they going to know if they missed it if they're not watching it now? Uh, can you put the link in for the after for the after show again? Sure. Right there. Coming up. There you All go. right. But 
everybody, thank you very much for hanging out with us tonight. Um, and I'm glad to get Eric back on the show. Is there anything else you want to go over, Eric? Any other questions that Steve or Deweese? Um, let's just keep our attitudes positive and let's yeah, be Jay. friendly to everybody. <laughs> Get your stuff let's together. Be, let's be friendly to everyone and remember that we're all Who are you, Jane? Shut that <laughs> H-E double hockey stick up. We're all friends hey. in this sport. Hey, if we don't see you on there, we'll see you in there. We love you guys, all of you. Yes, we do. And fly safe. Have a good night, guys. See you next week. <laughs>